Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, I am welcoming Marie Demacht. She's Textile and Sustainability Director at the CELC. Hello, Marie. Hello. To start with, could you please introduce yourself and the company? Yes, uh, CELC is the European Confederation of Flax and Hemp. That's the international authority gathering and representing the flax and linen agro-industry in Europe. We have around 10,000 members from farmers to textile and technical industries. You are talking about flax and linen. What is the difference between flax and linen? Yes, in uh, English and Saxon languages, there are two words uh, referring to uh, the raw material, that's flax, mm. uh, so applies to uh, seeds, uh, the plant and the fiber, and linen applies to textiles, meaning yarns, fabrics, and finished products. All right. Um, what does sustainable fashion mean according to you? Sustainable fashion for me means, uh, first of all, environmental and social responsibility, uh, starting from the material, the responsible choice of fiber and its processing, as well as uh, ethics in uh, each step of transformation. Also, as much as possible, a local value chain when it exists, And uh, this is all very strongly connected to uh, product durability, a product that's uh, long-lasting, and to innovation. Of course. Um, what has been the Eureka moment that pushed you to implement a sustainable strategy into your agro-industry? In 2007, our agro-industry commissioned a life cycle assessment, and we realized that uh, our members were already implementing uh, best available techniques. That's from agricultural tradition because uh, flax cultivation is rotative, so it has uh, regenerative effects and uh, positive effects on biodiversity. What does it mean, rotative? Uh, it means that flax is grown on the same land every six or seven years and it's alternated with other cultivars cultures like potato and beetroot and mm. cereal etc okay it means that it respects the soil doesn't exhaust the nutrients in the soil and it limits the development of disease in what respect flax and linen is more sustainable uh, flax is uh, grown in western europe without irrigation because uh, the climate is uh, naturally humid mm -hmm. and has just the right amount of moisture for the cultivation uh, and the retting of flax. It's also GMO-free and it generates no waste. It uses very little pesticide or fertilizer mm -hmm. and it's uh, biodegradable and um, 
it uh, its transformation into fiber is entirely mechanical. All right. C can you um, explain us what is the process of making the well the fiber into the into the um, the yarn and into mm -hmm. the the fabric? Sorry. Flax cultivation is more or less a hundred days. Um, it is uh, sown between mid-March and mid-April. Then it is pulled out, not cut, pulled out uh, beginning of July and left on the ground during one or two months for retting, which is a kind of natural maceration that will allow the fibers to be later separated during sketching. So sketching is the fiber extraction. It's entirely mechanical. After sketching, uh, we get long fibers, approximately um, 80 centimeters long, and short fibers, approximately 10 centimeters long. And um, also co-products like uh, shive, which is a straw, which is used, for instance, for gardening, and the seeds, which can be used for oil, paint, varnishes, and etc., which, as I said, generates no waste. Mm -hmm. Uh, the long fibers are then hackled or combed and then blended. Uh, blending, uh, blending is um, um, very important for flax. It enables to create yarns of high quality and uh, especially regular quality uh, season after season and year after year. Mm. Um, you were talking about uh, growing this, uh, the linen and the, the flax into the Western uh, Western Europe. What are the countries where the linen and the flax are, is grown? Uh, flax is grown in France, mm -hmm. Belgium and the Netherlands. Uh, roughly, we say it's grown between Caen in Normandy to Amsterdam. Okay. And this small coastal area produces more than 85% of world flax fiber production. So you will be presenting uh, at Première Vision next February. Um, what will you be showing on your stand? Our collective stand will present innovations from our members uh, for the uh, Spring-Summer 21 uh, collections and also um, assistance in sourcing, advice for uh, traceability and uh, certification and all the collective services to uh, support um, the uh, collection uh, from brands, retailers, and including young designers mm -hmm. who want to experiment with linen. And uh, we support them uh, with the advice about uh, fiber properties, qualities, uh, even with technical studies like uh, thermoregulation, and uh, ventilation and moisture management, breathability. Mm. What's, what's so amazing about this uh, fiber? What's uh, really amazing about the flax fiber is that although we have known it for uh, centuries, it's also a performant fiber and we discover new benefits uh, each time we uh, make new lab tests. Um, for instance, we have uh, uncovered its uh, analogic properties, uh, the performance for active sports, uh, for instance, as I mentioned, moisture management and breathability. And it's naturally performant. It's not like some 
materials have to be treated to become performant. Uh, the flax fiber has uh, uh, intrinsic uh, properties and performances. Also, we discover new um, performances that lead to um, applications in the composite industries, uh, like uh, building or uh, sport equipments, as well as music instruments and okay. audio equipments. What have been the result of um, your, your sustainable strategy uh, over the last uh, few years since you implemented it? The great news is that the fashion industry now has a new perception of linen. Due to its sustainability, uh, fashion designers have started to integrate more and more linen into their collections and make it creative, innovative and sexy again. We, we now see... Um, innovations such as linen denim or linen jersey in uh, fashion collections. When it comes to certification, what are the, your certification uh, in the linen industry? Uh, what does it mean? How much does it cost? How long does it take to, uh, to get certified, etc., etc.? The linen industry has created two certifications to help the brands and the retailers to certify the origin and traceability of their linen products. European flag certification is the guarantee of linen that was grown in Europe, sustainably grown with no irrigation or GMOs. The process is uh, a yearly audit for all the industries who use these fibers mm. to uh, assess the chain of custody and make sure that the final product is indeed made of European flax fibers and the cost is approximately €2,500 per year per company. And the Masters of Linen certification is for linen which is grown, spun and woven or knitted in Europe. Mm. So, it's, so it enhances Uh, the European ecosystem and the European companies which uh, have been innovating and preserving European know-how and jobs mm -hmm. for years and still continue to do so in the world competition. What is the future of your agro-industry? We are working on consolidating the certifications. For instance, European flag certification will have a new standard of farming practices and fiber production with audits that will bring more guarantee to the final consumer that our commitments are met. And the Masters of Linen is working on a traceability of each product and it is our hope and our objective that we will be able to uh, produce a QR code for each linen product made from the European Masters of Linen companies and that the consumer will be able to see the journey of their linen product. What are your biggest challenges for the next years? Our challenge will be to collaborate with industry as well as uh, fashion designers to make linen sexy, to uh, develop new uses, new performances, to make it uh, ever more attractive to make it uh, top of mind in uh, the designer's uh, choice of materials mm. and uh, to make sure that linen is always in the trends, whether the trends are minimalist or maximalist, 
uh, any kind of trend uh, may lead to creating new linen products. Linen has been a fiber of civilization for thousands of years, and uh, now it's our challenge uh, that uh, it remains a um, ingredient of choice for a new luxury, which is uh, made of uh, excellence, industrial craftsmanship, and hybridizations with new technologies. How can the fashion industry accelerate its sustainable revolution? We do believe in cooperation, collaboration, especially as we are a very small industry which represents less than 1% of world fibers. Um, as regards linen, we support fashion revolution. We are members of the Sustainable Apparel Coalition. We plan to contribute soon to the Hig Index. And I really believe this is the path for all the industry to have this uh, collaboration to work together on uh, certifications and the interoperability of all the initiatives that we are each creating. Great. Uh, a question from a, from a designer. Um, what are the right indicators, the right certification? What should I ask to my suppliers when I go on PV to make sure that they are doing the right thing? Indeed, uh, certifications is uh, probably the um, best indicator uh, that the commitments of the company are met because certifications are third-party verified. Um, when the companies uh, do not have certification, of course, uh, it's uh, possible to rely on self-declaration. Um, but usually, certification is the uh, most guaranteed Um, way to uh, trust in information. Um, we also believe in meeting the companies who are producing the materials and we see more and more designers who embark with us on a trip to the linen uh, fields and uh, to visit the linen producers and uh, directly ask them as many questions as they have about where it is made, how it is made and by whom. And that's um, really the uh, the luck of our industry to be uh, located uh, very in uh, in few kilometers, uh, really, and to be able to make this um, flax and linen journey within uh, one day. A quick rapid fire question: Where did you look at to get inspired? For the traceability of linen products, we are inspired by the works in the food industry and uh, beauty and cosmetics. They have worked a lot on traceability and transparency and um, that we are looking very closely at the technologies that they used. Uh, they could be platforms or blockchain and that's really what we are looking at to implement the traceability of uh, the European linen of the Masters of Linen. Great. Uh, what is the last piece of clothes you bought? I like to purchase secondhand and uh, especially linen because it's uh, long lasting and uh, the linen uh, in secondhand shops is uh, usually still as beautiful as new. Uh, but the last piece I bought was uh, secondhand denim. Who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Actually, there are two personalities. Uh, they are the uh, founders of Fashion Revolution, Orsola de Castro and Carrie Summers. And I uh, would really love to listen to them in this podcast all right thank you so much marie 
Have a good day and speak you soon. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. 